Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm at home, joined, my, joined by my German Shepherd co-host Slade, <laughs> to record a few minutes of uh, motivation and mindset work for you guys for this week, and hopefully for you to kind of change your thought process for the future. So, I have kind of a simple idea for you guys today, but in my opinion, a very important one. And the idea that I have for you guys, simply put, is appreciating the small things. And I know it sounds very simplistic, and it, in practice it kind of is. But the problem is actually putting the practice into practice. Right? We sometimes get so caught up in life and letting time go by and, and uh, working from one day to the next that all we're doing is getting through you know, this day or that day in order to get to the next big plan. You know, uh, what's that old song? Working for the weekend. Right, it's not that old, but you know what I mean. Working for the weekend, right? It's something we've all done. You know, like, you know, you're going to have, for example, you guys know last week was my birthday and my wife's birthday. So we had family dinner on Sunday for our birthdays. So all week long, as I'm going through the days, as I'm, you know, checking things off, there's that on the horizon. There's that thing I'm looking forward to, knowing my dad is going to cook and knowing that I'm going to spend this time with my family, and it's going to be really awesome, and I'm looking forward to it all weekend, all week long, and all week I'm kind of working for that, that one fairly big event. I mean, there's 168 hours in a week, and we were there for like six hours, so it's a pretty decent percentage, you know, spent in one place, and it was awesome. It was a lot of fun, and I'm really glad that we did it, but that's a, that's a once a year thing, right? Birthday for my dinner, excuse me, dinner for my birthday. But there are other moments that go by on, on a daily, on a weekly basis that sometimes we forget to appreciate. The simple, silly little things that to us don't mean that much. But when we look back at it, often those are the things that we really, really think about. You know, even something as, as simple as this, I'll tell you guys a, a couple little stories from my week this week to illustrate my point a little further and, and really kind of piggyback on the first thought of appreciating the small things with the second thought, a secondary thought as well, which is that a lot of the best things in life are free. Sure, you know, there's like some money to put out to get to these stories, but the things that actually happen didn't cost a thing. So... The other day, on Saturday, as a matter of fact, uh, a break in between classes, I wanted to get a cup of coffee, so I ordered a cup of coffee from the Starbucks down the strip from my school a little bit, and I, I take the walk in, and I'm wearing my uniform, of course, and the woman sees me, and I said, I'm here to pick up the order for me, and she says, oh, do you teach over there? And she and I get into, you know, two or three minute conversation. And she says to me, she goes, you got to not be a stranger. You have to come in here more. You know, we'll, we'll chat again. And listen, am, am I going to continue to order coffee from that Starbucks regardless, whether, regardless of whether or not I had this conversation? Of course. It's like five stores down from my school. There's no way I'm not going to be ordering from that Starbucks in the future. Uh, do I think uh, that this woman wants me to continue to place orders for some other kind of nefarious reason? Of course not. I think she just... It's like, hey, cool, here's another person who's in their shopping center all the time who, uh, you know, 
interacts with a lot of my customers all the time. Let's make a cool connection here. And I, I'm a, a firm believer in those type of things. I like to, when I go to a place all the time, I like to meet the staff. I like to meet the, the managers and these type of things. So that way you kind of get known. I mean, think about like your barber shop or your, your hairdresser, if you're a woman, right? You tend to go to the same one for a really long time. And generally, people start to know who you are. They know, you know who in the barbershop you're going to sit with. And they know when your appointment time is and this and that and the other. Why? That, that little connection. And it's not really worth anything, right? It didn't, it, sure, the, the haircut costs money and the cup of coffee costs money. But the conversation that you have, the connection that you make, those don't cost a thing. And even though they don't cost a thing, they wind up being priceless. Was my mood lifted after that conversation with that woman? Of course. She's telling me about, you know, her teenage or now 20-year-old kids that used to do martial arts when they were kids and how it did so much for them and now they're better men because of it. That like I said, it, what did it cost me? Two minutes of my time? And in two minutes of my time, it not only made my day better, but it gave me material for today. It gave me something to talk about. And it gave me an example as to how Little things, like that little conversation in Starbucks, can mean so much to you. I mean, let's go to a, a different example. You know, I, I've been with my wife for almost 11 years. And in those 11 years, when I think back to like the memorable, memorable things, yeah, there's a lot of things that are like a big deal that I remember, you know, like our first vacation together, our first date, our wedding day, the day I proposed, like... There's a lot of those big days that I remember, the day we closed on our house. But a lot of memories that I have are just the silly innocuous ones, are just the silly things that happen in life. Us sitting on the couch and a silly comment gets made and a conversation breaks out and we wind up talking about something. Or even just having a simple night where, you know, we probably could have watched another episode of our TV show, but we shut off the TV early and we get talking and we wind up in this like deep philosophical conversation that's deeply emotional and like it draws the connection between us even closer. No, I'm not digging for brownie points here. This actually, this actually happens. <laughs> but those things, there's, I mean, it's simple. How hard is it to really talk to the person that you live with? It's pretty easy. But, those things are priceless. The way that you feel afterwards, the deeper connection that you feel, they don't, they don't cost a thing. You know, I mean, think about throughout the years, different things that you've received. You know, I think over the things that I've gotten my wife for our anniversary since it just passed, it's kind of fresh on my mind. And does she still have everything I've ever gotten her for our wedding anniversary? Of course. But I think what's telling is the fact that a lot of it is, you know, like, you know, a T-shirt or jewelry or this or that or the other. You know, like, th there's usually a theme around the things that we do. But when it comes to bigger things, right, when it comes to things that are so more, much more meaningful to her, it's not that, you know, little piece of artwork or whatever that I got her. It's the card that I wrote her that's sitting in our fireproof box, right? She doesn't, if she were had to run out of the house because it was on fire, she would grab the cards before 
she would grab the before she would grab the big piece of artwork that you know I put so much thought into having the artist make like that means a lot yeah but it doesn't mean nearly as much to her as the little thing the card which cost a couple of bucks and you know it took me however long to write it out that sentiment those little things they mean so much more and like I said sometimes in life we kind of get lost in the sauce we get lost in living our life on a daily basis and you know, doing our job well and doing the big projects and getting to the big things that, of course, life is going to present us, of course. But that shouldn't take away from the little moments either. Little, little stupid things are the things that you remember. Those little things are the things that make all the difference in terms of, uh, of connection, in terms of value, in terms of what really is memorable. That's, in my opinion, what life is all about. It's not the big things. Yeah, the big things are memorable. Don't get me wrong. I remember plenty of you know family vacations growing up, which were definitely a big deal. I remember you know graduations and earning my black belt and all that stuff. But I remember a lot of little stupid stuff too. And our memory is made mainly of those little stupid things. Because those big things that I'm talking about, the, the graduations, the black belt tests, all of these things, they make up such a small percentage of your life. If you added all of them together, would they even add up to 10%? I don't think so. So does that mean you don't remember 90% of your life? I don't think so either. I, I think we remember a lot of those little innocuous moments, those little silly moments, stupid conversations that you have that become memorable for no reason, time that you spent with a person, that becomes memorable for no reason. Of course, not all memories are great memories, and there's definitely time that you remember that yeah, it doesn't have a whole bearing on how you live your life today, and it doesn't you know it didn't make you who you are or whatever. It's not like a life changing kind of moment, but it's definitely a bad memory. But you still have it because the little things in life do have meaning. Absolutely, you know, my wife and I both went to a, a little college here on Long Island that is now defunct. I got my, my bachelor's degree from there and Lauren got her master's degree from there, a little college called Dowling College. And um, it's a beautiful, beautiful, small little campus. It's a Vanderbilt mansion. If you don't know about the Vanderbilts, go online, do a little bit of research. But the Vanderbilts were like one of the first very, very super wealthy families on Long Island. And spread across Long Island are a bunch of Vanderbilt mansions. And Dowling College, was a Vanderbilt ma mansion. So a couple of weeks ago, we went to uh, went to a nature preserve that's right by it. We said, you know what? Let's go to Dowling too. Let's let's go and and do this. And we just kind of walked around the campus. It's now defunct. The, the college lost its accreditation and went out of business. And the buildings are, the grounds are kind of falling apart. But even still, just to to be on the grounds and to you know, relive the little memories of like, oh yeah, like over there, that's the room where I signed my master's degree. Or like, oh, you remember when you were invited back to speak at alumni night? That's the room that you spoke in. Or like, oh man, I used to eat lunch at a table by that window so I could sit out and I could watch the crew team row by. It didn't cost us anything. It cost us an hour and a half of our time. But those little things, things like that are what make a great weekend. It's not, you know, you don't need the big extravagant thing. 
And sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we get lost in working for only that big extravagant thing. And we think those are the things that we need to be memorable. And I, 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 don't, I don't think so. Don't get me wrong. They're going to contribute to our memory. But the little things matter too. The little things appreciate. Appreciate the things that you don't really have to work for. Because they have meaning too. Even It's amazing when you think about it. The little things that you go back and remember. You know, when you think, think back to like throughout your family history, like your grandparents who may be gone or your parents. When you think of them, like when I think of my, of my mom's mom, I've talked about her before, and I, I make memories of her, and I think about days at her house and stuff, I'm not thinking about Christmas. I mean, yeah, if I think about Christmas, I'll find the Christmas memories from her. But I remember just going and visiting her on a, on a summer day. We would just go and spend the day at her house. And we would hang out in the living room and we would talk. And I remember, you know, the mirror that, that was in her uh, her living room and, you know, the little pieces of needlework that my mom had done. I remember the, the uh, little dresses that my grandmother would wear. I remember her, as soon as we got there, there was always the uh, the ritual. We'd have to pick out the Chef Boyardee thing that she would make us for lunch. This is just what we did. It was It was like a thing. And again, what did the can of Chef Boyardee cost back then? 89 cents. And with that 89 cents, it made a memory that's lasted 30 plus years. But why? Because of the love that was shared between the people in making that memory. Because those are the things that you were, that become memorable. I mean, let's relate it back to martial arts. I don't want to get too lost in the weeds here, but... When you think about martial arts, how many classes are you going to receive a promotion? You know, you earn four stripes per belt. You, earn, you know, you earn a new belt every so often. So the vast majority of the time, there's less than 100 promotions between white belt and black belt in your martial arts training. If we take stripes and belts together using the Tiger Shulman's ranking system. So 100 classes. You would less than a hundred classes. You'd be receiving a promotion, less than a hundred. So, is your entire martial arts journey only made up of that less than a hundred classes? No. When I think back over my nearly twenty-four years of doing this, I don't remember just the days that I got belts and stripes. As a matter of fact, I don't remember a lot of the days that I got belts and stripes. But I do remember the little interactions that I would have with my classmates before class. I remember having conversations with kids that I came up through the ranks with. I remember, you know, silly jokes and stuff that were exchanged in the locker room after class. I remember walking in and out of the school with people. Those things are much clearer and much more vivid memories than the, you know, the, the hundred less than a hundred promotions that I've received in my martial arts career. And I think that's so telling. I mean, what's there's very little in my life that is a bigger part of my life than martial arts. And I remember earning my black belt. I remember earning my, you know, my different degrees of black belt. I remember earning a couple of my belts, but not all of them. You know, uh, and the other in various and in sundry promotions that I received throughout the years, I remember some of them, but I definitely don't remember all of them. But I remember, you know, the 
sarcastic, funny comment that one of my classmates said to me one time in a class years ago. I remember, uh, you know, a little kid who was who was uh, you know two years old at the time showing me what he called karate, which was him like just kind of picking up his foot and shaking it around. Yeah, now that kid's in college. But um, I remember all those little moments that were so meaningless in the moment. There was no significance to them in that moment. It's not like I said, oh, this is going to be a big event that I'm going to remember. But I do remember them. So we can't forget to appreciate them. Silly thing that I do. I have a notebook in my office and anytime that a kid says a silly thing to me, a funny thing to me, I write it down. The silly things that, you know, I, I never, ever, ever uh, can, can will, will want to forget. Things that came out of nowhere, things that were in those innocent nothing moments. I'll give you an example. A couple of months ago, I'm teaching class. And in class is this young woman, Kaylee, and Kaylee's been in my school for a couple of years, and she's the super sassy personality, and uh, really good kid, really good kid, great parents, uh, great support system around her, very consistent student, not only in her effort, but also in her attendance and everything else. And she's sitting there as I'm talking to the to younger kids about strangers, and you know we're talking about what to do if a stranger does this and what to do if a stranger does that. Now this is a, a talk that I give pretty periodically, you know, a couple of times a year. The kids are hearing this, so there's nothing particularly memorable about this specific conversation. It's not like I'm saying as I'm as I'm uh, talking about it that I'm like, oh, this is going to be the one I'm going to remember for years. But as I'm talking, I say, you know, what do you do if a stranger does this? What do you do if a stranger touches you? You know. What do you do if a stranger touches you? What do you do if someone besides your mom, dad, or doctor touches you uh, where your bathing suit covers? And she goes, touch him back. Which is hilarious. And again, thrown off the cuff, she says it instantly her face changes and realizes what she said. Were we planning, was she and I planning on making this amazing, memorable moment that was going to be so significant? No. And even now, that moment isn't that significant, but it's memorable. The little things like that we have to appreciate. Those are like the little kernels of gold in our day. You know, you think about, let's use the gold as an example here. You think about a gold mine, there's that giant mine, and they're looking for tiny little specks of gold. I think our life is like that too. You know, like I said earlier, there's 168 hours in a week and you know, we're not always working for the, you know, the six big hours that we're going to have a family dinner. We're not, we're not thinking about that all the time. Because there were plenty of other memorable things last week that in the moment didn't seem significant. But I'm sure looking back a year from now, I'll remember them. And that's what we have to remember. Often, the best things in life, the most memorable things in life, they're free. You know, going to the, our old college and just walking around the grounds only cost Lauren and I an hour and a half of our time. And it was awesome. It was a memorable thing. We've been talking about it for weeks. We're going to continue to do it simply because of how special it was to us. And the same can be said for so many other things in your, in your week, in your month, in your year. So take the time to appreciate the small things, the conversations you have with people, the moments that you spend together. They don't have to be things that you spent all this time, money, and effort planning. You just have to enjoy the moment.
Enjoy those little things. You never realize how often you're making a memory for the future. You never realize how often something you're going to say today will be something that somebody else will remember for the rest of their lives. It gives you pause and it makes you think. I've said before how we often have to be careful about not spouting out our, our mouth because we can't take words back. But, as much as that is true, don't forget to appreciate the words that come your way as well, even if they're small and positive. Remember, the little things in life are just as memorable as the big things. You never know when you're making a memory. While you're in your, the moments, do your best to appreciate them. And when you do appreciate somebody else's time or effort or energy or love, don't be afraid to recognize it either and let them know how much you appreciated them. Let them know how memorable it was for you too because you just might make yet another memory for them. That's all I have for you guys this week. As always, you can find me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. I am Sensei underscore Leonelli. On Facebook, I'm at facebook.com. Uh, I'm Sensei James Leonelli on Facebook. You can reach me via email at senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find my school on, uh, on, on online. We're at tskSmithtown.com. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash tigershalmansmithtown. Instagram and Twitter, we are at tsmma underscore smithtown. You can find the podcast on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. Find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. And that's pretty much that. Until next time, I'll see you guys on the mat.